0: Hello, welcome back to Coffee with a Calvinist. This is a daily conversation about scripture, culture, and media from a Reformed perspective. Get your Bible and coffee ready and prepare to engage today's topic. Here's your host, Pastor Keith Foskey.
1: Welcome back to Coffee with a Calvinist. My name is Keith Foskey and I am a Calvinist. Today is November 2nd, 2020. And this is the last full day before we will all be going to the polls tomorrow to choose the next president of these United States. Today is another episode of the Caffeinated Calvinist Roundtable. I have with me today Richard Roden and Sam Brown, the two uh, now infamous friends of mine who join me periodically for the Caffeinated Calvinist Roundtable. Hey, guys, how are you?
2: Doing well. How's it going?
1: Doing good. How about you, Sam? Doing well?
3: Better than I deserve.
1: Amen. Amen. Well, we are excited to talk today. I will tell you guys this. The last time we did this, I got a lot of good feedback. I think our interactions are really encouraging to folks. Uh, the The thing that we had planned to do is that we had planned to do the last debate uh, as, a, um, as another feedback because we did feedback on the first presidential debate. Then the second one got squashed because of something that went on with COVID, then they had the final debate, and we were going to respond to that debate, but we didn't get a chance to. Some emergency things came up, so we have decided to come together today to talk about our last minute ideas and thoughts before we go into this election. So today is the the last opportunity that the three of us are going to have to talk to one another and to share with our audience what we think is going to happen this Tuesday, this very important Tuesday in November here in the United States. So we're going to be dealing with three questions today, listener. We've, we've already discussed this, so we kind of know what we're doing, but I want to go ahead and give you as a listener an idea of what our plan is for today. First, we're going to deal with the question of, do we think that we're going to have an answer on Tuesday night? Uh for the last few election cycles we have basically had that answer we have known the last time that i remember there being a huge waiting period was way back with bush and gore in 2000 and there was the debacle of the hanging chads and all of that mm. have, have it remind me gentlemen is there has there been a time since then where we didn't really know on tuesday night am i am i forgetting since then nope, nope it's been Not,
2: no it's it's been announced before I went to bed most night, most times. Yeah cause, then, you, yeah.
1: Cause you see the trends, right? Even though it's not for certain, you see the trends. And, and I remember last, last time I stayed up and, and waited. And I, I remember seeing the faces of the Hillary Clinton followers as, oh. as it began to come yes. so obvious that Trump was going to win. And, and who was that? Who's that guy on the late night comedy, Stephen Colbert? Mm -hmm.
3: wait he's a comedian well (laughs) i didn't
1: say it it was funny i said he's (laughs) he's a legend
3: comedian stephen colbert yes well
1: he (laughs) i remember him looking deadpan into the camera saying something to the effect well this is the america we live in now and what are we going to do and people were like sitting around the stage and like weeping Mm -hmm. And uh, that lady on the one show, she's got... Rachel short- Maddow. Yeah, Rachel. She really was just absolutely oh. stunned. Nobody thought Trump could do it. Wait, Everybody thought wait. he was...
3: Rachel Maddow's a woman?
1: Okay, that's... A- <laughs> <laughs> wow. I- I'm
2: in
1: all kinds
3: <laughs> of news here tonight. This is all new to me.
1: I'm going. I'm going based purely on assumptions here. Okay. <laughs> all right. So we have... We have, we're four years this side of it. And so the first question we're going to deal with tonight is, do we think that we're going to have an answer on Tuesday? The next question we're going to ask and answer is, do we think that, or what do we think the answer will be? And each of us is going to give our our, our, not, not necessarily our hope, but our prognostication. We, none of us are prophets, neither are we the sons of prophets, but we're all going to give our prognostication of what we think is going to happen. And then uh, we're going to answer the question, what do we think the fallout will be? And I think that's a big question. So I'm going to begin with Richard. I'm going to ask Richard, Richard, do you think that we're going to have an answer tomorrow? Well, yeah, today's Monday. So will we have an answer tomorrow night, or do you think it's going to go into weeks, possibly even months? What, what are your thoughts?
2: I do not think we'll have an answer tomorrow night. Um, <clears throat> because with all the mail-in voting and from what I've been listening to on your talk, your talk radio and stuff, what I've caught anyway while I'm on the route is because of the mail-in voting, the way the predictions, even from, Guys like uh, Mark Kay and um, Brian Kilmeade, I hear in the morning, the the predictions they're making is along the lines of what it's going to look like uh, election night is the map's going to be red. It's going to be like a Trump landslide. However, that's just the people who went and voted in person. For the next couple of weeks, as they count all these mail-in ballots, and I'm using quotation marks because I don't think it's going to be a true count, honestly. I think it's going to be some fraudulent activity, but we'll get into that later. But all these states that are red are going to slowly turn blue over two or three weeks. I agree with them. I don't think we're going to have it that night because from what I've seen from the Democratic side so far, and there's so much hatred for Trump, regardless of what his record is and all that and how good he's done, they just hate the man, hate him because he stands for everything they don't. They're gonna do everything they can to get him out of office. And you even had Nancy Pelosi recently make a very odd statement, but she said that pretty much Biden is going to win even if Biden doesn't win. I mean, she's pretty much made that statement. I'm paraphrasing it some because I can't remember the quote entirely, but she made, pretty much came out and said Trump will be leaving on November 3rd. I mean, it, I mean, or January, whatever the inauguration day is, January 20th or 10th, whatever it is, he will be leaving and Biden will go in whether Biden wins or not. That's pretty much what she said. So I don't think we'll have the results on election night simply because they're not going to let it happen. It'll look like he won, but slowly you're going to have these – States turn blue. Now, if enough, and we've seen a lot better turnout this year, the numbers are already higher than what was expected on what's on the early voting. Um, if enough voters get out and vote in person that are Trump supporters, he'll probably still win, but I don't think we'll know it for at least a couple of weeks.
1: Okay. All right, Sam, uh, you are the second to give us your, your ideas, and uh, what do you think? Do you think we're going to know that night?
3: Uh, yeah, so I, I think we know now already. We already know now the answer is that Trump has won. He has won hands down. I don't think there's even going to be a question. I think it's going to be an electoral landslide, and then it will be a a battle in the courts. So, so will we know the answer tomorrow night? We know the answer now. We know that now Donald Trump has won, and I have been I am obsessed with politics, and I have been forever. So I have been pouring over all the early voter data and stuff. And here's an example: So in Florida, there's um, almost four million uh, Democrats that have voted, almost four million Republicans within a hundred thousand votes, right? But there's 1.6 million no party affi- affiliating. Now, with the way the Democrat Party has gone, do you believe that more than a hundred thousand uh, more of that 1.6 million is going to vote for? Democrats over Republicans? I don't think so for a second. I think that the Democrat Party has trended so far left that your average independent voter goes, oh my gosh, there's no way I'm going to vote for them. So I think that in Florida, in Texas, in um, Iowa just came out with a poll today, the most reliable poll of Iowa. Um, the Des Moines Register has been right on almost every election. They have Trump seven points up today um, in Iowa. So, So yeah, I think, I think we're going to know tomorrow night um uh, uh but the fallout we'll talk about that that I have coming up. I have some thoughts on that, but I'll save that for question three
1: yeah that's the, and that's really the 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 yeah it goes along with question three thank you well my my prediction is um that i I don't think that we're going to have a concession speech tomorrow night. Uh, And I know that's not, that's not really the answer that maybe I'm, maybe I'm, maybe I'm tricking the question a little by saying it that way. (laughs) I do think we will know, but I don't think it will be accepted. Hillary Clinton accepted her defeat, you know, to her credit, she accepted her defeat.
3: Not until the next day.
1: Yeah, but even then... Later, she came back and argued that, well, I won the popular vote. I'm, but I'm saying at least there was there was a recognition that she had lost. I don't think they're going to let him do that. I don't think they're going to let Biden say I'm not I I'm not the winner. Um, and so my prediction is that even though Trump will win, I don't think anybody's going to admit it. And I don't think any news outlet other than maybe, maybe Fox uh, and 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 our you know the more conservative bloggers and things like that, I don't think any news outlet is going to be allowed to admit that Biden has been defeated. So with that being said, I guess my prediction is we won't know because even though we and this kind of goes along with what, what you said, Sam, and, and even you, Richard, uh, is that even though we will know, we won't know. We will I, I have a, I have a funny feeling that tomorrow night is is the beginning of one of the biggest shows in the history of politics. And politics, we know, is theater, political theater. Well, we're about to be introduced to the worst of the worst of political theater. And um, there's going to be name calling. There's going to be, and again, I'm getting into question three as well. And these these questions do bleed together. Um, but You've already given your answer to number two, Sam, but I want you to tell me. Uh, since I'm going to go to you first now, tell me why you think uh, Donald Trump is going to win in the swing states, particularly. We know why he's going to win the, the 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 thoroughly red states. We know why he's not going to win in the you know in the 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 ones that are blue and always go blue. But why do you think he's going to win in, in say Florida? And, uh, and other swing states. What, what makes you think? Is it because of the leftward tra- trajectory of the, of the Democrats?
3: So everything is exacerbated by that. But everyone knows how good the economy was before co- COVID, and everyone lived through the Obama years. My, my wife has never been political at all. But since Obamacare was passed, and let's not forget history, um, they were talking about Obamacare uh, from 2008 to 2010, whenever the Democrats had the, had the White House, the House, and the Senate. And they basically had the courts, too. So they, uh, that's when the Tea Party happened. And the Tea Party rose up and voted them out in historic numbers. Obama lost more seats in the House than any president ever, like 63 or 65, which is more than any president ever lost. And then they passed Obamacare in reconciliation, which is a parliamentary trick. And they did it in the lame duck session after they were voted out. So the American people know who Democrats are. And they've really shown themselves the last four years. So I, I don't believe for a second um, that people have missed that, even though the media has tried to hide it. Social media is squelching things. Uh, people have seen it. And and Donald Trump's going to win in the swing states for the same reason he's going to win Michigan. He's going to win Wisconsin. Because people see that, and people don't like it, right? The, the Democrats have overplayed their hand again. And the last time they did it was eight years ago. So you think um, that
1: you think he's going to carry traditionally blue states as well? Uh,
3: that blue wall that you took last uh, in 2016. Yeah. Uh, Michigan, um, governor Whitmer's lockdown have, um, I mean, have we been paying attention to that? New York is actually in play because of the, uh, the abomination that the Cuomo governorship has been, you know, shoving all those poor old people into, in uh, uh, COVID positive patients being by government order, Uh, uh, required to be accepted into nursing homes and literally murdering tens or or, or many thousands of elderly people by forcing them to be exposed to COVID-19. I I don't believe that most people have missed that. So there's always going to be about 30 to 40% people that will vote Democrat. Regardless, there's 30 okay. to 40% people that will vote Republican regardless. But those people in the middle, they've been seeing all this. And I don't believe for a second that Joe Biden is winning independence at all. I mean, it, it, I told my wife, I will be genuinely shocked if Donald Trump doesn't win an electoral landslide. Yeah. Genuinely shocked.
1: I have, uh, I want to go to you, Richard, but I just want to make a comment when you just mentioned about um, the 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 biden uh or rather the uh the blue states receiving um it's hard for me to believe that that trump will win in these blue states but but like you said he did it before see that's a good that's a good thing to remember and uh i i it's i have my own concerns i'm going to mention my concerns when it's my turn but richard what do you think do you think trump's going to ultimately be the victor here
2: and the swing states. Um, I'm on the fence, and one reason is with everything that's been going on in the democratically controlled cities and the lockdowns and the just ridiculous totalitarian element, what you've seen, and I've I've mentioned this to other people, what you've seen is mass exodus of these people. And I was given a number. I don't know if the number's correct, but something like four to 5,000 people a day are moving to Florida. Some ridiculous number like that. Well, where are they coming from? Well, they're fleeing those those states, places like New York and all that. They're leaving. I mean, even Cuomo came out not too long ago asking people to come back because so many people had left. They're losing money left and right because they don't. it's a ghost town in some places. Well, the thing is, my question would be is, the, all these blue state voters, when they leave these places, do we really believe they're going to vote red or are they going to do what they've always done? And that's, and when you, when they're moving into swing States, well, that's a whole level of voters that may still vote blue in a state that they didn't live in, in 2016. You follow me on that one? Sure. Yeah. So there's an element of that that makes me nervous with all the people leaving those States. And the people that remain, well, they're staying there either because they can't, they don't, can't afford to move out or they're okay with the environment there. So it's still going to vote blue anyway, but you've got these trickles going into other States that may turn those red States that swung red blue again. That makes me nervous. And speaking of what something Sam said concerning your independent voters and such, I'm nervous about them too. Uh, and the reason I say that, and even not just so in the independents, but some Republican voters after the first debate, that was just a mess. And we remember it was just a mess. They were just bickering over each other. It was just horrible. I've got Republican voter friends who said they ain't voting for either one of those guys cause they're both children and they just were just fed up with the whole, the way they acted and they're going to vote Jorgensen or some third party candidate because they don't care about either one of those. Well, how many people are like, I'm going to say it. So
3: I, I've heard how people many, say that how many, I don't believe them. I don't believe when people say that they were mad after the debate, but I, like, I, I know three people who said that to me and they're still voting for Trump now, but at, right after that debate, they're like, I'm not voting for him, but they are now because well, they're not, because they're not stupid. I'm sorry
1: I'm to just, interrupt you, brother. Not,
3: I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't booing you. I was booing
1: Jorgensen. Oh, well, <laughs> well, I understand that.
2: I just, but my, but my point is, but how many of those people are going to stay true to their word? So there's there's toss ups now. Now, now Trump did way better in the second debate. We didn't talk about that when we didn't have a chance to. Yeah, but that was a more organized and civil discussion, and perhaps he swung them back. But those are the elements that kind of make me nervous: as whether or not it's just going to be this landslide deal because you got all this, all this basically stirring up the pot going on. That's just my thoughts on it. And I may be dead wrong and I hope I'm dead wrong. I hope it's just what I'm seeing on the, on the, when I'm seeing on the Facebook feed and, and, and 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 CNN and stuff like that, when I actually tune into it, you've got 50,000 people at these Trump rallies. It's hard to believe that you got all these people at these rallies, the man's going to lose the election, but at the same time, when you look at some of the comments and some of these like daily wire and stuff like that, when they post all these things, half and half is Biden 2020 and Trump 2020. So even with all the support, you still got a bunch of, bunch of people who are ready to vote Biden. It's, it's weird to me, but anyway, oh,
3: can, can I, I don't want to challenge Richard, but I want to challenge one of the assertions that I think Richard, um, is, is following into. So are you saying that Florida is a swing state?
2: It's I, always I,
3: a I, w- I actually said that. Uh, yeah. I, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because because I know that, that that's what the news media says. But Florida really is not is not a swing state. It's pretty conservative um, to the extent that our state legislature is 65% Rep- Republican. They have a super majority that, that the Democrats can't stop them from doing whatever they want. So the idea, I just reject the idea that Florida is a swing state. And uh, I always reject a lot of the media narratives. So when I heard one of you say that, I was like, I, well, I don't it. believe it.
1: Yeah. To, to, to Richard's point, that was, I actually, I I assume that, but let me, let me just ask this then in the last four election cycles. So 2000, 2000, well, I guess 2000 wouldn't count. Two thousand four, eight, twelve, 12 and 16. I can count by fours. Nice, (laughs) Good job, buddy. Uh, Yeah. So, uh, all right. So in the last four election cycles, did we go, did we go red every
3: time or was, I thought there was a time we went for Obama. Was that? I think Obama carried Florida once, but, it, but it was not by a lot. Um, okay. And that's more why, than may, that's, that's why more, maybe some people would
1: consider it a swing state because there are some States that never go blue. There are some States that never go red or at least seem to never. And that's yeah. as far as lingo, that okay. was the, the, for the, well, youth. that's the
2: point I was, that's the point I was making concerning Florida being a swing state is what makes it a swing state is this typically like Duval County and your Broward counties and your, areas down there, the major cities, they always go blue. So when you look at the state of Florida, all the counties are red and then you got like three blue chunks. Yeah, but Duval, those blue chunks Duval are County big is, enough.
1: Duval County is consistently disappointing me. But go on. Right.
2: But those three <laughs> blue chunks are enough to make up for all the other little counties. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So all it takes is three or four of the smaller counties to flip. And then Florida goes the other way. Yeah, because I was, I, that's, my, that's my point. So all it takes is just enough of Florida Floridians to vote the other way in certain counties to flip the whole state Yeah, I because recently, of your big cities.
1: I recently spoke in Ocala and I had to drive from Jacksonville to Ocala and that's that's basically 301 all the way um you know you go you take i10 out to 301 and go down and you go through bradford county and all that and and i tell you what trump is carrying bradford county trump is going to carry ocala trump's going to carry the villages you know all that stuff down there was all thoroughly you know at least based on signs uh, it looked like trump was the man um but like you said oh trump
2: yeah. Trump's carrying Nassau County. We just had another Trump train event today, which was bigger than the one a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. There's, yeah, it's, it's all over the place here, but. Well, I'm going to give. 15 it, minutes North and it's all blue.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I want to give my prediction uh, on the second question. And then we're going to move to the third question. And uh, the I, I do have a concern. I know that both of you, or you, especially Sam, um, feel like Trump is going to win, Richard. Also, and and I want to say before I begin, I want Trump to win. I really do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say that unashamedly, and 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 so uh, I am concerned that um, based upon the people that I know that are. Not supporting Trump, the people who I know who are on the left, the left has become so militant, and I know that Sam, to your point, you think that 's actually hurting them that, that and, and, and you 're likely correct about that that it's it 's turning people away from them but what i what I think is happening and and you guys can feel free to to opine and, and correct me if you think i 'm wrong. I think what is happening is I think we're seeing the elimination of the, the, the middle ground voter. I think that, 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 that it's, you, you said earlier, Sam, that those, that, that, um, there was a middle, I forget the term you used, uh, uh independent, the independent. independent, yeah. The independent middle, you know, folks, it, it seems as if it's everything's so polarizing now. And, um, a lot of folks just hate Trump because they they just hate him. And, and 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 when I look at people I have people in my own family uh that are far to the left and they're hate and, and sometimes I'll go and just sort of peruse, you know, their posts and comments and things and it's absolute just vitriol. I mean, the thing about it is, you know, when I think about Joe Biden, um I think that he's a career politician. I do think that he is a, uh, I think that he is a corrupt individual because he's been in politics for 47 years. I think that the corruption is just sort of glommed onto him, I think. <laughs> um, but in general, I, you know, I, I think he's probably a, you know, an okay guy, you know, I just, as far as just as a don't, 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 everybody's going to hate me for saying that. What I mean is I think that, you know, he probably loves his wife he probably loves his dog he probably loves his son who's really hurting him right now <laughs> but my point is the the people on the other side cannot say that about the about trump they can't just say he's he's a guy who's doing what he thinks is right they think he's a monster and that's the mm-hmm. part that scares me not and when i say scare understand that i'm not you know, shaking in my boots. But what I'm saying is, when I look at the people absolutely vilifying him because of their position, people like that are, um, it's it's hard to beat. It's hard to beat that level of hatred. And um, it, it sometimes takes a fight and, and the, that's the big thing. That's going to the third question is what do we think is going to be the fallout? And I'm going to go first because I I'll let you guys go first on the others. I think the fallout of this, I, I do think Trump is going to take the electorate. But I think the fight that comes after, based on the hatred that I see for him, is, is going to be unprecedented. And and I, I even, somebody posted on Facebook a, uh, and I don't know, maybe one of you guys, but it was somebody posted and they said, so what are you guys wearing to the Civil War next week? Yeah, it was <laughs> like it was like a joke, you know, what, what do you, how are you guys going to dress for the Civil War? And and honestly, uh, it, it's not funny. I mean, it's is there going to be rioting? Is there going to be burning cities? We've already seen a police officer shoots someone in self-defense and cities burn. And that's the. Th- th- this is really again. It's not a prediction for me. It's more of a concern. And I preached today. I preached this past Sunday on trusting the sovereignty of God. So I don't say when I say I'm afraid. Tr- understand. I'm saying that in the sense that I I know God is sovereign. But I think lives are going to be lost. I think that there's going to be. I think families are going to divide. I think there's going to be absolute hatred. Um, more so than we've seen in any other election. And I'll let you guys take it from here and tell me if you think I'm way off base or you think I'm thinking the right way. Uh, Sam got to go first last time. Richard, what do you think?
2: I don't think you're way off base. I think it's going to be um, absolutely insane. Uh, <clears throat> there's a fellow by the name of Ami Horowitz. He does Horowitz on the street or Ami on the street. And he was in New York and of course given give the context of New York but he's asking people, you know, if Trump wins the election, will they won accept the results? And their answers were no, they're not going to accept the results. And they said, well, what if Biden wins, but it was because of voter fraud. And this goes to what you were saying a minute ago, just changing somebody's mind, but he won through voter fraud. Would you accept the results? Oh, absolutely. They'll accept the results. They were asking he was asking questions, something along the lines of would you drown a puppy? if it meant Trump would lose and they'd be more than willing to drown a puppy. It's just, they'll go to extremes. Did he really ask but the one, drown the puppy question? He asked if, would you rather a puppy drown or Trump lose? And they are Trump win. And they said, I'd rather see a, would uh, rather see a puppy drown than Trump win. <laughs> I mean, they're, they, they have no problem with it. Um, but one girl that he asked the question, um, if Trump wins, Will you accept the results? And this was her answer. She said, if Trump wins, you'll see me right back here where we're standing now, because I'm gonna be rioting in these streets. We're gonna we're gonna take the system down if Trump wins. That was her that was her answer. We have to dismantle the United States from its founding up and start over. That was pretty much what she said. So and she's saying it on tape with her full with her face there. I mean, you could if she goes and rioting and destroying stuff, you could They find her later. Well, they got her on tape saying it. She don't care. And there's going to be more like her. And even Kamala Harris said it. Michelle Obama said it. They all said it, that if you want to see the rioting stop, you better elect Biden because the rioting's not going to stop. If Trump gets elected, now the rioting slowed down some since uh, we've gotten closer to the elections. And I think there's a reason why that's not um, by accident because we're getting closer to the election. So they want to calm it down. But once the election happens and if it's decided that Trump's the president for the next four years, even after the big fight you're talking about is coming and it's coming, if he wins on, if he wins the election, they're not going to accept it. They're going to fight it tooth and nail for weeks. Shoot. They've been fighting for the last four years, honestly, but they're going to take the streets. Cities will burn. People will be killed. It's going to be a nightmare. And Fortunately, I say this living in Florida because we're a conservative state, as Sam said, I mean, majority of a conservative state, we're not gonna see it here. That's why we haven't seen a whole lot of it here. Cause even even our, uh, our sheriff and, and, uh, and the mayor Jacksonville, all that, they pretty much said, if you're gonna riot here back when it was really getting worked up, it ain't gonna happen here. We're gonna shut it down and they have, and they've kept it from going on here. There's been small skirmishes here, here and there, but nothing major. But so we're kind of shielded from it here a little bit, but in other places it's gonna be a nightmare. But if it does come here, well, I I feel for anybody who comes strolling into Nassau County because they're gonna have a serious problem. <laughs> yeah. it'll, it'll be it'll be civil war in the streets because they're coming to the wrong part of town. But it's not gonna be, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be like it was in 08 or uh, 12 when Obama won and all the conservatives went to work the next day. It's not gonna be that way uh if trump wins this go round cuz they couldn't stand it the first time if trump wins this go round it's going to be nuts absolutely nuts and i'm not looking forward to it but that's my prediction anyway
1: all right sam brown <laughs> take us to your prediction for what happens yeah. after trump gets that electoral landslide that you are promising us and i'm praying that you're correct
3: Okay, so the fallout will be as a good Calvinist and founding member of the caffeinated Calvinist Roundtable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I will say that the fallout is that God will be glorified. Can I get an amen? Amen. Well, amen to amen. that. Amen. Yes, absolutely. Amen. So I, I one, one of my notes, and I was making some notes here. while, while you we, while we've been talking. Um, I, I Keith, I, I you earlier said that cities burn. Right. That was the term you said, but, but you spelled that wrong. Democrat cities burn. And Richard alluded to that later on. When, when a police officer shoots somebody in self-defense Democrat cities burn, not Republican cities. And people are seeing that. I I can't tell you how many people I know that have woken up to this fact, um, in, in not even swing states, but blue states, people that I know because I know people all over the country and I have a lot of conversations because this stuff is important to me. So, um, Uh, But, but this is uh, uh, nothing more than the squeaky wheel getting the grease, right? These Democrat run cities with Democrat governors and the uh, Portland is a great example, right? has been going on for four or five months in Portland nonstop. But Trump started putting a stop to it when he deputized the uh, sheriffs and so therefore when they arrested somebody it was federal charges not state charges so the local um district attorney could not drop the charges and these people are really going to jail now that's why it's been sl- slowing down um, but these are all the same people that have been protesting the WTO and the G8 in Europe. Alone. It's the same George Soros shock troops that are paid for that stuff. Once, we, once Trump takes those people out and the feds take those people out, all the rioting and stuff will severely curtail. There will still be protests when a black man is shot because that's in the zeitgeist now, so it, it's still going to occur, but it won't be the violence and the pallets of bricks being dropped off in the middle of the alleyway, right? Those things aren't gonna be happening. So, so here's my, my prediction, aside from God will be glorified. Trump will declare victory Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, and then media and social media will go to war. Twitter's gonna shut him down, Facebook's gonna shut him down, and that's when the people are gonna to, going to go, this is unacceptable, because he's gonna have already won. The votes will have already been cast. Um, And my last point that I'll, that I'll make is in 2000, whenever um, they were, uh, the Gore team was trying to steal the election um, by stealing enough votes and hanging chads in South Florida, um, the Dade County uh, voting or supervisor of elections locked the doors and wouldn't let anybody in. And then do you recall what happened?
1: no I don't. it's referred no. to
3: as the as the brooks brothers riot all these republicans in suits kicked <laughs> in the doors and said you're not going to do that we're not going to allow that so we are a peaceful people we are slow to anger but we all have guns and we're not going to be slaves right so so i i believe that if it comes to that this war in the streets that only white liberals are concerned about. We're not concerned about it because we have guns and we know how to fight, right? So we're not worried about that stuff. But the people who are predicting it and crying about it and worried about it are a bunch of white, sissy, liberal, progressive college professors and newspaper idiots who are just trying to scare people to stay home on on voting day. But they messed that up by doing all the mail-in voting, which Republicans are leading in that too. So... I think that we are all concerned about very little. It's much ado about nothing. Well, brother, I pray that not only
1: are you right, uh, I pray that we would all understand at least the heart of what you just said. No matter what, God will be glorified.
3: Absolutely. That,
1: again, was the, the yeah. heart of my message yesterday. And my message was also, uh, the title of my message was the same what that it was four years ago and the same four years before that. God will still be on his throne Wednesday and that Mm -hmm. will not change. And Mm -hmm. uh, no matter who is president, Jesus is King. And so we cannot forget that. Well, gentlemen, I appreciate you as always being on the program today. We have done what we came to do. We gave our predictions and we will know by the end of the week, how well our predictions went and perhaps we'll gather together uh, a week from now or so. And we'll talk about who was right. And we'll all be praying that it was Sam.
2: <laughs> yep. I'm hoping I'm dead wrong on all of this. And that's the yes, thing I'm sir. right about is Trump wins. Yes, uh, absolutely. absolutely. Oh, I
3: can't, can I throw in one more point that I missed? Sure. Um, uh, all, talking about all the rioting in the streets and stuff. Let's not forget that in the last few weeks, month, um, three Trump supporters have been murdered by leftist anarchists. Three have been murdered, shot in the streets um so these things aren't going to happen they are happening now people are at war with us and some of us don't know it yeah yeah Mm.
1: absolutely absolutely and uh so many things have happened this year to to exacerbate all of this with the lockdowns and the government overreach and the forcing of people to divide and be separate and um be fearful of disease and death and all of these things. It, 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 it honestly seems like a George Orwellian soup mm-hmm. that's just all of the ingredients have been put together to create uh, the, the hysteria, which produces the type of uh, totalitarianism that, that I know some people are so longing to see. And I pray that the American spirit will overcome that, because the the heart of the American spirit is that we are not we are not willing to be enslaved. We are going to fight. We are going to stand for uh, truth and justice and liberty. And uh, and
3: that I thought you were going to say the American the American way. way because I was going to punch fan you in the face. I'm of Superman, punch
1: you. <laughs> truth, justice, and the American way. But I will also say, uh, liberty is in the DNA of our country. And though we are not an old country, we are certainly one that is conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. So that is the hope, my hope, that we will continue to stay dedicated to that proposition. Gentlemen, thank you again for being on the program. Thank you listeners for being with us today. Be praying for our nation and tomorrow be sure to go out and vote. My name is Keith Foskey. This is Sam Brown and Richard Roden. And we three have been the caffeinated Calvinist Roundtable. May God bless you.
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode of Coffee with the Calvinist. If you enjoyed the program, please take a moment to subscribe and provide us feedback. We love to receive your comments and questions and may even engage with them in a future episode. As you go about your day, remember this, Jesus Christ came to save sinners. All who come to Him in repentance and faith will find Him to be a perfect Savior. He is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through Him. May God be with you.